Welcome to the Bearing Fruit Podcast, where we will be discussing the simplicity of Christianity. This is a production of Simply Free Church in Lanark, Illinois. Now here's your host, Pastor Glenn Scott. Good morning. Um, do you know how hard it is for a person like me? I'm, I'm what's called a topical speaker. I don't so much... Uh, study the Bible with you and take verses and stuff and dissect them. I, I come up with topics. And do you know how hard it is when you meet with people all week long and then you try to write a message and you say, oh, I can't say that because they'll think I'm talking about them. And so you change it to something else and, oh, you can't say that. Those people were going through that this weekend. But shouldn't that be what we're talking about? So if this message, if you think this message is you, that you were the one I was talking about, it probably is. Right? We try not to use names here, but uh, yeah, I'm going to talk about you. I will. I'm, uh, we're all going to get hammered today. See, those are the kind of things you'll remember. Um, I'm, I'm sorry if this offends some of you, but uh, we speak truth, whether it empties the room or brings them in. So we're going to speak truth here. I want you to think about um, the date. And today's date is June 13th, uh, 2021. And if something so spectacular happened today, it would change everything. So let's go back 2,021 years ago when the calendar changed. When Jesus came to earth, it changed the calendar. This is huge. This is a, such a significant change. It's, it's something that's so great. We even changed our dates. So B.C. is before Christ. We all know that one, right? In A.D., we usually associate that with after death. Am I the only one that does that? B.C., A.D.? It's really, uh, A.D. is really Anno Domino? Who? Somebody said it. Oh, never mind. Yeah. You couldn't possibly speak out in church, right? <laughs> Somebody might remember that, right? June 13th, 2021, Amy shouted out in church. <laughs> that you'll remember. Oh, oh. Um, that's right. That's what, actually what it stands for. So you get the microphone. <laughs> huh? No, you'll never, you will never forget this day. <laughs> You know, we've tried a lot of things to make people remember things, and some of the stuff that's come out of my mouth, if you've been around here a while, uh, you know, we, we've lost some people before because I've either swore or, oh, I can't even hardly. Wasn't there a thread on Facebook that says, tell us what your pastor does? Who started that? Is Nancy Grable in here? Didn't you start that? And pretty soon people were saying all this stuff, and I'm like, oh my, do, do I do that? Well, today you're going to get hammered, and that was one of them. We hammer people. It doesn't mean that you come here to get hammered. See, you remember that. Seriously, though, when Christ came to earth, everything changed. It was different. It went, you know, from, from one date uh, uh, to another, a different calendar. This was so significant. So what I want you to do is remember when you came to Christ. 
Now, just think about this. Now, I'm going to assume the majority of you here are born-again Christians, and this, this date that's stuck in your head, you should know, right? It was so significant that it changed you. You'll never be the same. Okay, everybody got the date in their head? You don't, do you? You don't know. It wasn't that great, was it? It wasn't that significant to you. Some of you have had something happen in your life that has caused this date to be drilled into your head. Some bad, some good. What was it? What happened? Did you cry out to God and he showed up? Did you cry out to God and he didn't show up? What happened on that day? And, and what about that date? How about the people that just, okay, yeah, I'm a, I'm a born-again Christian. Now, this would be a rebirth in an analogy, right? Oh, you'd remember that. Why can't you remember the day that you surrendered your heart to God? I, I can come close. Uh, the days were so mixed up at, at my point that I can't give you a certain date, but I could get really close. Okay, well, let me make this easier for you. How about a month and a year? that make it better for you? How about just a year? How about when you were young or old? I'm trying to make this easier for you. I don't want you to ever forget today. How am I possibly going to do that? Each and every person that has accepted Christ into their life is a new creation. And don't we love to say this? We don't want to talk about our past because I'm a new creation. But you don't know the date that was? Would anybody remember that date? What, what about somebody that comes up to you and says, you know, you're not the same. You've changed. What date was it? Maybe your friends know. Or maybe they don't because nothing changed. You accepted Christ, but nothing changed. Romans 12, 2. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is. His good, pleasing, and perfect will. You're supposed to be transformed. Is this not a significant enough of a thing in your life that you didn't change? What, what, if, um, what if you walked up to somebody and said, I'm a Christian, and they said, well, I never would have guessed that. <laughs> right? How about what people saw you do? Um, you know what? Let's, let's break this down. Um, you know, you guys been to these big uh, uh, theaters or, or stadiums where they got the Jumbotron? You know, the, maybe you call it the Kiss Cam. You see, if we did that, you'd remember this day, right? Put, want me to put the Kiss Cam up? Huh? No? You'd remember that. What if this, this month, 
or let's uh, this week. How about this week? Your life, every single minute, was on the jumbotron, and everybody could see it. Would anybody know you were a Christian? Would they maybe think, well, maybe? And then they watched something that happened, and they said, oh, I was wrong. And then they watched you walk into church. Or they watched you pick up your Bible and said, well, maybe I wasn't wrong. But they didn't act like that. What about even your thoughts popped up in little bubbles? You know these cartoons where they got the little bubble? I'm, I'm telling you, I'd be in big trouble. Right? I don't know how to control my thoughts very well. I can control what comes out of my mouth. But what if you could see my bubbles? You know, you ever, you ever run into somebody and they're, they're pretty godly, you know, and you think, uh, boy, i got to quit thinking that. They might know what I'm thinking. Uh, how about those cubs? You know, you got to change the topic, right? Hey, how was your week? How was the weather? Change the topic because I don't want them to know what I'm thinking. What if they could? What if they could see what you were thinking in your entire life? was on the jumbotron. Everybody could see it. I better not pick on you. I... Yeah, okay. <laughs> Thank you. Would anybody thought you were a Christian if they'd watched your week? How about you? How about you? How about me? There's certain things we don't really want made public. And this is, this is where Facebook comes in really, really great. You know, you can put all the good stuff. Everything just looks real rosy and peachy and keen and everything. But then when they saw you on the Jumbotron, they'd probably defriend you, right? Your bubbles pop up. What did you do this week that made you look like a Christian? Sound like a Christian? Anything? Or you save that for Sunday morning? Because that's not a Christian. A Christian is someone that repents. This is a changing of your mind. And it goes even further than that. We can't read people's minds, so this changing of your mind should also turn in to the changing of your actions. To repent means I, I was doing this, and now I do this. I used to do this, now I do this. I used to think this way, now I think this way. When you accept Jesus to come into your life, what did you stop doing? I got a, I got a slide. Kyle, I think you're back there. Put up my slide that says, stop, start. I'll let you guys fill in the blanks. Have you done that? since you've came to Christ, since you've become a Christian? Fill in the blank. Go ahead. I'm waiting. Amy's the only one that'll shout out, so. Okay. Let's try to do it today. Erase the blank and put in something new. I need to stop doing what? I need to start doing what? Do you realize that's repentance? 
If you don't have evidence of this in your life, how is anybody going to know? And if you say, oh, this is a personal thing and uh, I don't, I don't, you know, let people know because it's, it's what I do at home in my prayer closet. So that means when you're out of your prayer, prayer closet, you act like what? We're not supposed to conform to the world. And it's very easy to do this. I actually want to take a look at Hebrews 11.1. 1. This, this kind of gets misused a little bit. The top one is the King James Version. The bottom one is the NIV. So it says, now faith, this is, uh, this is the definition of your faith. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for. The next line's awesome. The evidence of things not seen. Evidence. That word in Greek actually means proof. And some of your translations will say that. But look what the NIV did to it. I'm not saying that you're reading the wrong paraphrase or version or whatever you say. They'll all save you. And they'll all keep you from eternal torment. But some things get overlooked that are really, really important, like evidence. This week, you're on the jumbotron. Everybody can even see your thoughts. Your little bubbles are popping up. What was the evidence that we'd see? What was the evidence that everybody would see outside these walls? It's easy in here, right? We all come in here, and we're all Christian, and we're all good and everything. Come on, Daisy. Come on. Good girl. Will you remember that? Uh, everybody like the dog. We need more dog. I don't, want, I don't want you to stand up there and tell me I'm a sinner. We need more dog in this church. Any evidence at all? Don't take the watered-down version and say, that's my faith. Because I have this hope and this assurance. How about the one that says there'll be evidence? Any evidence in your week? Let's, let's even make this even easier, you want to. Let's do this morning. From the time you got up to the time you walked in that door. Any evidence? Did you talk about church? or um, Would anybody have heard or seen the bubble? Okay, let's, let's broaden it. How about this month? This month, your life was on the jumbotron, all the bubbles are popping up, everything you thought. Any evidence at all? Except maybe walking in here? Yeah, they would have seen me go to church. That should do it. That doesn't do it. Uh, you've all heard this before, right? Sitting in church doesn't make you any more of a Christian than standing in your garage makes you a car. It doesn't. This is a hard issue. This is change in your life. This is repentance. This is what repentance means. That there is a significant change that everybody can see. Now, oftentimes we say, um, you've changed. Has it ever been for anything good? It's always bad, right? You're in a relationship and she comes up to you and says, you know, you, you didn't used to fart, but now you do all the time. You see the stuff that comes out of my mouth? But, but everybody understands that. I'm just trying to be real here, right? Uh, men, when you started dating, right, you put on this facade and you would hold back things that, and then pretty soon you just come back to being yourself. And then they say, you've changed. Well, no, I haven't. I've always been this way. You want me to change. This is how I am, but you want me to change. 
I do want you to change. When you first come to, to Christianity, you are on fire. I've seen this before. And man, it just is all over the place. You are just doing stuff that you've never done before. And you stop doing everything and slowly you start farting again. Everybody's following this analogy, right? I'm going to lose half of you. We call this controlled growth. Right? A little too many people in here today, they won't be here next week. I say that because I want you to remember this day. This day, the pastor talked about farting. Are you kidding me? Did you remember that? I do remember that. Everybody was laughing and the dog was up on stage and, and uh, I remember that. That's how coming to Christ should be for you. And I say that because you remember that stuff. But you won't remember when you came to know Christ? Well, it was kind of a, a slow thing. Yeah, I get that. I do. It kind of worked on you for a while and one day you just kind of woke up and thought, you know, I got to stop doing this and start doing this. Did anybody see that? Would anybody walk up to any one of you and say, I can remember when you used to be blank, and now you're blank. You fill in those blanks, or no. You say you're a Christian, but you kept doing exactly the same thing as you've always done. Your life was not changed whatsoever. You were exactly the same. You did the same thing. You spoke the same thing. You did not change. But you're supposed to repent. Everybody thinks this is like some sort of a remorse. And yeah, I, I get that too. You know, I actually teach a lot that uh, the God is close to the brokenhearted. It's not because somebody dumped you or you're farted and they don't like you anymore. Being close to the brokenhearted means that you are so sorry for your sin. You are so sorry that you have to apologize to God. I'm so sorry. That's what brokenhearted means. Not because somebody did something to you and it hurt you. You don't remember that date, do you? You've always just kept doing the same thing. Everybody thinks they're a good person, right? I'm a good person. We watch these dateline things, you know, or 48 hours or whatever you watch. Every single person was like, they were the best person ever. And they just, they, when they came into a room, they just lit up the room. I'm not sure I can find that many good friends. But everyone on there, every victim on there, they were so good. They were so good. Are you good? Yeah, they're a good person. I better not say the next thing. Good people. Well, never mind. I can't hammer you that much. Or could I? Would that make you remember today? What's it going to take? What do you want me to do? What, what do you want me to do so that you will never forget this day? Try a cartwheel? Do a cartwheel. Yeah, do a cartwheel. Yeah. When's the last time you skipped? Remember when you were a kid and you'd skip? I tried it a while back. I about killed myself. You'd remember that. 
why don't you do a cartwheel today? Would you remember that? What is it going to take? Do I have to say these words in church to make you remember this day? Because we're all going to claim to love Jesus. No, nobody's left yet. Oh, you didn't didn't come to church for that, did you? You didn't come to church. You don't want the pastor to actually ask you to see the evidence of your faith. But it says evidence of your faith. What's your evidence? You don't know when the date was, so maybe you can remember when you changed. One of my best friends used to be like this, and everybody knew it. And now he's not like that. And everybody remembers the old way, but not the new way. How about you? You think you're a new creation, right? Okay, I'm going to stop doing that. But nobody forgets that. I'm doing this now. But they all remember that. Is that you? Or is, are you the person that thinks that way? Oh, yeah, they, they saw the light. Now they're all good. How familiar does that sound? Oh, yeah, I see them in church on Mondays and then on Sunday. You'll remember that, right? I see them on church on Sunday, but then I know what they do all during the week. They claim they don't do that anymore. But I saw them. Is that you? I get to hammer you a little bit more. What's your, uh, what's your blank? Put, our, put my thing back up, the start and stop thing. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read some things here, and we'll see if this is your stop, the blank that says I'm going to quit doing this. I'm going to stop doing this. Um, I don't need to read through all of these. Um, well, maybe I should. When you follow the desires of your sinful nature, you will produce these evil results. You looking at your blank? You ready for this? You aren't, are you? You don't want to hear this list, do you? Sexual immorally? Immortally? Immorally? You'll remember that. Pastor can't even say the word. Impure thoughts? Yikes. That's your bubble. Lustful pleasure, idolatry, demonic activities. Oh, we would never say we did that. Nobody would ever put that in the blank, right? Hostility, quarreling. How about that? Anybody quarrel this week? Don't raise your hand. Outbursts of anger. How's that one working for you? Is that in your stop list? Selfish ambition, causing division. The feeling that everyone is wrong except those in your own little group. I'm giving you some time to think, you see. Our minds run wild. Envy. I better not say that one because somebody will think I'm talking about them. How about, how about if I say wild parties? And other kinds of sin. 
let me tell you again, as I have before, that anyone living that sort of life will not inherit the kingdom of God. Yikes! I didn't come to church for that. I came here to feel good. Are any of these in your to-do list? I'm going to start doing. This is easy. I say this all the time. In fact, I I change up the order because it's tattooed on my arm. Um, Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, gentleness, goodness, faithfulness, and self-control. Any one of those in your your list to-dos? I'm going to start doing. I'm going to stop doing. I'm going to start doing. And this is great, right, for a few months or whatever. You're on fire. Never going to do that again. And then you slowly come back to doing what you always did. Yeah, but now they know I'm a Christian because they saw. There was evidence of me. I'm now a Christian because I proved to them that I was. I showed them evidence. For 30 days I did that. (laughs) This is supposed to be a lifestyle, you guys. Will the worship team get ready? Crowd control. So how are you acting? How are you speaking? Bubbles. How are your bubbles? What came out of your mouth? What did you do this week? Jumbotron. Everybody saw. Would you be embarrassed? Now, don't go down that path you think you're going down. Seriously. What if you were on a hidden camera all the time? You realize that's God, right? You don't need to impress me. You don't need to have me know that you're good. That gets you nowhere. Nobody wants to even sit in the front row. You're not going to get a better seat. Last week I talked to those kids and I talked about having a card, playing poker, and having a card that was yourself in Christ telling you to throw that card away and take a new one. Has anybody seen that evidence in your life? You used to be this way, now you're this way? And do you see that in any of your friends? Or are you one of the people that say, well, they claim they don't do that anymore, and that they, they claim that they do this, but I've seen them. We do that. Like that that's not Christianity. That's what you're supposed to stop doing. Christianity is, is really pretty simple. And the majority of it is keep your mouth shut. Will you remember that? I have hammered that into you guys for six years now. Just keep your mouth shut. Oh, no, we can't do that. We have to have outbursts of anger. But now you've put that on your list, right? We're going to stop doing that. So I'm just, I'm just praying that some people, and, and me too... That when somebody says something we don't like, that God would just sew my lips together for like 15 seconds. Because that's all it would take. What if you couldn't speak for 15 seconds? How about 10? How about 5? And if it doesn't get any better, maybe that time will start being longer and longer and longer. Didn't your parents ever tell you, if you don't say something good, don't say anything at all? Nobody does that. Every parent says that and nobody does it. But yet we're supposed to. 
If anyone desires to come after me, that's Jesus, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. You are supposed to deal with this daily. To take up your cross means to put your sin to death. And you're supposed to deal with it daily. It is not easy. But would anybody even say they're working really hard at that? Look how hard they're working at it. They haven't quite got it yet. That's how most of us should be. Haven't quite got it yet. So you're up on the jumbotron and you went to do something and you, you know, they'd say, they're, they're working hard at that. That was close. But, you know, they're really working at it. Would anybody see that in you this week? We are supposed to be the type of person that has changed. And yet, nobody wants to. Maybe for a short time, and then and it's gone. So what I want you to do, while Abby sings out this song, is seriously consider whether you want to surrender your life to Christ or not. And if I can testify to this, life is a lot better this way. I've done some bad things. And life sucks. But it's a lot better this way. Would you try it? Would you give it a week? If we come back in here next week and we put you up on the Jumbotron, will you give me a week? See some evidence? What we need to do is stop this stuff that we're doing. We need to break chains. Maybe you had a really bad week. Maybe this is a week you don't want to remember. Was there any Jesus in it? Maybe that's why it was a bad week. Was there any, any prayer in it? Was there any uh, reading scripture in it? Was there any evidence of your faith at all? Maybe that's why you had a bad week. Coming in here on Sunday mornings doesn't cut it, you guys. I wish it did. I wish I could just raise my hand. You're all saved. All saved. That's what we want. That's what everybody wants. Will you choose today? Will you choose my way? Try it. Give it a shot. Because maybe your way is not working. Can you Weak beyond the jumbotron? Or would you be embarrassed? Would you be ashamed? Because your way's not working. Would you try his way? We got the playbook. We got the manual. Having trouble with kids? We got the manual. Spouse? Relationship? We got a manual. Good for you. You'll remember this day. Now maybe you'll remember that, right? The pastor just yelled. Where's Coda? Let's see Coda. Maybe they'll remember that. Coda's sitting over here. Now you all think that's a person, right? You know, see, we do dogs here. Oh, look at Coda. That's great. Will you remember that? What's it going to take for you to remember? June 13th, 2021. This was the day that I actually gave my life to Christ or I recommitted my life to Christ. I, I've, been, I've been following him for a long time, but I got astray. Now I want to make a new commitment with him. Thank you. You can go sit down now. 
before I have an outburst of anger. <laughs> See, you'd remember that. I'm trying to think of what I got to do to make you remember this day. And I don't want you all to come up front. You remember the old altar calls? People would come up front and I touch you and you fall over. And... You'd remember that, right? Everybody'd remember that. I've been to those churches too. I'll never forget it. Because I wasn't good enough to drink from the cup either. I remember that. I wasn't good enough to take the bread because I wasn't like them. I remember that. Don't we remember that kind of stuff? Can today be a day that you'll remember? How? What do I got to do? I'm not going to do a cartwheel. But if that's what it takes, we'd have to stop the camera. And, I, and, I, and I'd have to have you all sign this agreement. Uh, what, what do they call that when the judge makes you a, a, a gag order? Yeah, let's get some gag orders. Okay, you ready? I'm going to have to get down. We got any medics here? Close enough. Remember today and pray this prayer with me and leave this place different. See some evidence of you're different. I want somebody to come up to you and say, you know, you've changed. Be proud of it. I am so proud that I changed. I'd probably be dead, but I'm so proud of it. Can you be proud of somebody saying, you've changed? Yes, you can. Pray this prayer with me. Right now, June 13th, 2021. Let's pray. Father God, I am so, so sorry. The things that I have done, the way that I've treated people, the way that I've treated you, I am a sinner. And, and God, I want to change, but I need you to do it. I cannot do this on my own. I'm going to throw myself out of the picture and start to follow you. I want to commit my life to you and I believe Jesus is exactly who he said he was and he's the one that can give me what I need to fill this empty hole in my heart. A new start. I want that. I accept him as my Lord and Savior and from this day forward I am changed. June 13th, 2021 I love you Lord. It's in your son's name I ask for your forgiveness. Amen.